I'm thinking back to something that happened in 1979. That's when the Sony Corporation introduced the portable audio player called the Walkman, the device that changed people's relationship to music and technology, and that was the precursor of the high-tech gadgets we use to listen to music now. Larry Kensington here, and in thinking back to that time, I also thought back to some of the music of 1979, and I will have a decent cross-section of it for you as this week's Kensington's Premium Blend. You'll hear from Ricky Lee Jones, The Little River Band, Herb Albert, Leonard Cohen, Billy Joel, and the somewhat forgotten R&B band from Seattle, Kid Africa. I've included some 1979 jazz as well, some of it by the French violinist who was 71 years old in 1979 and going strong, Stefan Grappelli, and in a moment I'll get things started with the song called 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins. So I'm actually starting out a program called Mostly 1979, with a song written and recorded in 1995 by the alternative rock band from Chicago, the Smashing Pumpkins. That group was formed in 1988 by guitarist and frontman Billy Corgan, and it's Corgan who wrote this song about his transition into adolescence. Corgan himself was 12 years old in 1979, and in looking back to that time, remembers the feeling of being bored in the Chicago suburbs where he grew up. But he also manages to look back with a bit of nostalgia. Here is 1979 by the Smashing Pumpkins.
In April 1979, a little-known 24-year-old singer-songwriter from Los Angeles appeared as the musical guest on NBC's Saturday Night Live, performing a couple of songs from the album she had finished recording about six weeks earlier. Ricky Lee Jones would go on to win a Grammy as 1979's Best New Artist, and her song Chunkies in Love would be her biggest commercial success. Proceeding was another item recorded in 1979 from a quartet led by the Danish bassist Niels Henning Orsted Pedersen, a mellow jazz treatment of a Danish folk song, I Went Out One Summer Day. The set opened with the 1996 hit by the Smashing Pumpkins that inspired this week's Kensington's Premium Blend, the song called 1979. Larry Kensington here, and every item I have yet to bring you, with one exception, is something recorded and or released in 1979. Ten years before that, in 1969, Herb Alpert had a personal crisis. He disbanded his enormously successful group, the Tijuana Brass, stopped performing in public, and didn't play his trumpet at all for a couple of years. But after working things through, Alpert returned to playing and recording in the mid-1970s, sounding better than ever. And in 1979, he recorded an instrumental written with him in mind by his nephew, Randy Alpert, who was into funk and disco music, and provided his uncle with an upbeat item that would become a number one hit and win a Grammy for Best Pop Instrumental Performance. Thank you. 
When the instrumental Rise made it to the top of the pop charts in October 1979, it made Herb Alpert the first and to date the only artist to reach the top of the Hot 100 with a vocal performance as well as with an instrumental performance. Albert would continue recording after the success of Rise and actually win another Grammy in 2013, but more of his attention would go into his second career as an abstract impressionist painter and sculptor, as well as into a lot of philanthropic activity through his Herb Alpert Foundation. I'm Larry Kensington, and it's mostly 1979 on this week's Kensington's Premium Blend, with a significant departure here before I get back to music from 1979 by the Little River Band, Leonard Cohen, Stefan Grappelli, and others. Now, I mentioned that Herb Alpert had a number one hit with a vocal performance, with a song specifically tailored to Alpert's limited vocal skills by the team of Burt Bacharach and Hal David. The song reached number one in June 1968. Tell me no 
French cult artist Gedalia Tazartes was an uncompromising character who defied categorization. He made 22 albums over the course of his career, switching from tape loops and sound collages to something a little more like jazz or ethnic music, which is how you can probably categorize the little tune you just heard, recorded in 1979, the Quasimodo Tango, named for the famous character from Victor Hugo's Hunchback of Notre Dame. Proceeding was Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass with their number one hit of 1968, This Guy's In Love With You, one of many fine turns from the songwriting team of Burt Bacharach and Hal David. Nearly all the music I've chosen for this Kensington's Premium Blend was recorded or released in 1979, and I will get back to some of that now with this song that's a staple of the classic rock format and for any station or streaming service specializing in hits from the 1970s. It's by the Australian group formed in 1975 that had success in its homeland from the outset. But what the Little River Band was really after was success on the pop charts of North America, which is exactly what they achieved with this top 10 item from 1979, Lonesome Loser. Have you heard about the Lonesome Loser? Beaten by the Queen of Hearts every time. Have you heard about the Lonesome Loser? He's a loser, but he still keeps on trying. Sit down, take a look at yourself. Somebody's gonna see inside You have to face up You can't run and hide Have you heard about the lonesome loser Beaten by the queen of hearts every time Have you heard about the lonesome loser He's a loser but he still keeps on trying 
And my family, my masterpiece unsigned. I thought I'd be rewarded for such a lonely choice. Surely she would answer to such a very hopeless voice. I practiced on my sainthood. I gave to one and all, but the rumors. They moved her, not at all. I changed my style to silver. I changed my clothes to black.
broken bones to teach the value of my pardon the shadow of my reach but no could not touch her with such a heavy hand her star beyond my order the nakedness unmanned I came so far for beauty I left so much behind My patience and my family, my masterpiece unsigned. Leonard Cohen started out as a poet and novelist whose work got sterling reviews in his native Canada in the 1950s and 60s. But sales of his literary work were never enough to give him what he thought was real success as a writer. So in 1967, Cohen moved to New York to build on another interest of his, songwriting and singing, which eventually would bring him the success he wanted. In the song you just heard, Came So Far for Beauty, Cohen, I think, was trying to come to terms with achieving success in a field a little different from the one he started out in. It's from the 1979 album, Recent Songs. Also from 1979 was one of the big commercial radio hits of that year, Lonesome Loser, from the Australian rock group, The Little River Band. It's my typical combination of musical genres, popular music, folk, jazz, Americana, and more. Larry Kensington here, and this week, all the eclecticism centers around tunes from 1979. This next one is by a group formed in San Francisco during the Summer of Love back in 1967, while its members were still in high school. After graduating, the band moved to Seattle in 1971 and remained there until they split up in the early 1980s. They never achieved broad commercial success, but the band Kid Africa made a lot of listenable music in a soul and R&B vein. Here's Kid Africa's 1979 song called I Believe in You.
During the 1930s, one of the world's most exciting jazz bands was French and plied its trade at the Paris venue called The Hot Club. The quintet that was the house band there featured Belgian gypsy guitarist Django Reinhardt and French violinist Stéphane Grappelli, who together first recorded Reinhardt's piece, Swing Guitars, in 1936. In 1979, Grappelli, at age 71, re-recorded swing guitars with two younger jazz guitar wizards, American Larry Coryell and Belgian Philippe Catherine. The band Kid Africa proceeded with I Believe in You, which comes from the eponymous album the group recorded for the label known more for releasing instrumental acoustic music, Wyndham Hill. Mostly 1979 is what I've called this edition of Kensington's Premium Blend. And I'll end it now with a song that was actually recorded and released on an album that came out in 1978, Billy Joel's album, 52nd Street. But the song would reach the top 10 in January 1979 and finish among that year's best-selling pop hits. And it's a song that shows Billy Joel's strengths as a songwriter and mainstream hitmaker. Somebody 
Billy Joel made some of the most sophisticated mainstream pop music of the later 1970s, and the song My Life is one of his biggest successes from that time, a top 10 hit in 1979, and recorded for his album 52nd Street. I'm Larry Kensington. To get the complete playlist for Kensington's Premium Blend program, number 156, called Mostly 1979, go to the KPB Facebook page. And to stream or download any of my programs as a podcast, make a visit to my website, www.kensingtonspremiumblend.org. My shows are produced in conjunction with FM community station WGRN, located in Ohio's capital city of Columbus. Thanks for listening.